درود به مردم شریف ایران من شهریار افشار هستم میزبان شما در برنامه پالیتیکس 365 امروز یک ایرانی خیلی فعال در یه وکیل به برنامه دعوت کردیم خانم نادیا فرجود مقیم سندگو هستن و یک کاندیر هستن برای هلف بورد که حالا به اون گفتگو میرسیم اما قبل از که به اون گفتگو برسیم واقعا یک لحظه بعد بذاریم کنار برای حوادثی که ما متاسفانه شاهدش هستیم در اسرائیل تمام واقعا فکر و ذکر و قلب ما با مردم اسرائیل و با تمام ایرانیایی که شاید تحت اثر این واقعا حوادث قرار گرفتن وقتی من یادم چند سال پیش وقتی تو ایران خیلی حوادث وحشتناک اتفاق افتاد تمام دنیا گفتن ما ایرانی هستیم وقتی یه تروریست اتاک تو فرانسه اتفاق افتاد همه گفتن ما فرانسوی هستیم و واقعا امروز میشه گفت ما همه کلمی هستیم we're all Jewish واسه اینکه حوادثی که تو واقعا اسرائیل افتاد واقعا دردناکه قابل توجه همه دنیا هستش و هیچ ربطی به موضوع سیاسی که شاید فلسطین با اسرائیل داشته نداره واقعا یه تروریست اتاک و ما ما توجه کنیم واقعا چیکار میتونیم بکنیم که این حوادثو دیگه شادش نباشیم و تا اونجا که میتونیم به مردم ایرانی که وقت مردم اسرائیلی که کمک نیاز دارن کمک کنیم خلاصه اون متاسفانه هنوز شاهد این مسئله هستیم و هر روزم یه حوادث وحشانتر متاسفانه بعد شاهدش باشیم در سی ان ان و اخبارهایی که میبینیم خلاصه موضوعی خیلی دردناکیه و ما واقعا قلبمون با مردم اسرائیل امروز من فقط میخواستم این مدت تو این صحبت رو بذاریم برای یه روز دیگه و من مطمئنا با چند تا صاحب نظر و اکادمیک و سیاست مدارهی که در این زمینه صاحب نظرن میخوام مصاحبه کنم و به توجه شما برسونم اما تا اون موقع فعلا بیایم بریم دنبال اصل مصاحبه امروز که با خانم نادیا فرجود هستش و واقعا یه ذره بیشتر با ایشون آشنا بشیم ایشون کاندید هستن گفتم برای بورد هلف بورد تو سندیگو و یکی از دلالی که میخواستم با ایشون مصاحبه کنم اینه که میخواستم بیشتر آشنا بیدا کنیم نه تنها با سابقه ایشون اما با هدف ایشون که کاندید شدن برای این آفیس چیه و واقعا شما که اگرم شنوندگان بیانگان که تو برنامه رادیو ایران و تو آنلاین به برنامه ما نگاه میکنن شما مگه میخواستین کاندید بشین راهش چیه چیکار باید بکنین ایشون سعی میکنن یه راهنمایی هم بکنن که اگه شما میخواین کاندید بشین تو هر دیستریکتی تو هر شهری که شما هستین راهش چیه و توصیه میکنن که تا اونجایی که میدونین منم که نظر یه خدمتکار عمومی پابلیک سرونت برای 25 سال میتونم بگم که واقعا پابلیک سرویس در هر جایی که شما بتونین شرکت کنین سکول دیستریکت هلف بورد شهرداری خیلی هم ایرانی ها میدونیم که تو شهرداری مختلف فعالن تو استیت اسمبلی واقعا یه کار خیلی لذت بخشیه شاید دنیا رو نتونین عوض کنین و دنیا که مثلا الان متاسفانه شاهدش هستیم نتونین عوض کنین اما تو اون دیستریکت تو اون شهر تو اون استانی که شما زندگی میکنین مطمئنا اگه شما بخواین کاندید بشین و موفق بشین و داوطلب بشین برای خدمت عمومی پابلیک سرونت بشین به اون استان کمک میکنین و هر یک ایرانی که تو این زمینه ها شرکت کنه واقعا هممونه میاره بالا فرقی نمیکنه تو کدوم استان هر ایرانی که تو این آمریکا و واقعا کشورهای دیگه 
بخواد تو کارهای پابلیک سرویس بره یا کاندید برای نقش سیاسی یا پابلیک سرویت بشه کارمند برای دولت های مختلفی که به کامیونیتیشون خدمت میکنن اونا همه مهمه اونا عزیزه و میتونین کامیونیتی خودتون رو بهتر کنین خلاصه من بخواستم فقط این توصیه رو بکنم که پابلیک سرویس واقعا یک شغل خیلی عالی هستش و میدونم خیلی از ایرانی هایی که من باشون تو این 25 سالی که من سابقه داشتم تو پابلیک سرویس تماس دارم اونام لذت میبرن و اونام تونستن که کامیونیتی خودشون رو شهر خودشون رو بهتر کنن با شرکتشون با جوری که به شهرشون کمک میکنن خب نادیا فرجود خیلی خوش آمدید دوست عزیز به برنامه We're gonna switch to English گرچه نادیا خانم کاملا به فارسی مسلطه با انگلیسی شاید راحت تر بشه گفتگومون و ترجمه هم کمتر میکنم و میتونیم برنامه رو به انگلیسی ادامه بدیم Uh, Nadia, um, welcome uh, to our program. Please tell us a little bit about your background, your education, um, and what led you to decide to run for this particular office in San Diego. Sure. So I was raised in San Diego, California. I'm the daughter of a nutritionist who started off her career in the Women, Infants, and Children program, which is currently, some of you may have heard, is under attack by the um, by recent discussions at the federal level for funding. And it's a really important program to support women and children in getting the nutrition that they need. So I've always been interested in health. And my dad is an immigrant to this country, like so many in the East San Diego County area that I live, uh, like many who may be listening, came to the United States in 1979. following the Iranian revolution at age 17 and created his life here. My parents both met at Iowa State University and, um, and then we moved, our family moved to Chicago and a, a little community in Naperville where I was born. And I ended up um, going to Harvard College to study government. I've always been interested in public policy and politics and how decision, decisions made by our elected officials influences our lives. Um, at, at, as you mentioned, Sharia, at the local level, all the way up to the national level, there's ways in which decisions that our elected officials make influence our day-to-day -day life from the communities in which we live, how cities are planned and structured, and also the health and wellness programs that are available to community members. And so I decided to pursue, uh, after going to Harvard College, studying government, I was very interested in representation theory and the importance of, and my focus was on women and uh, people of color pursuing elected offices in the United States. And um, worked at a nonprofit called Political Parity for a couple of years that, where I traveled across the country encouraging women um, and uh, minority women, especially at the local, state, and federal levels to consider running for office to represent their communities. There's so many times where you see a woman who's very involved in the PTA and you go to her and she's done it for maybe something like you, Shari, or 25 years. And she says, oh, I don't think I'd be cut out for school board. You basically run the community, right? And so encouraging these people to step up and lead because their service would be so valuable. Um, after that experience, I um, decided to go to law school. I've always loved 
critical thinking, speaking, engaging with clients and working with people. And so I became a healthcare attorney, uh, an advocate. And so my experience includes representing healthcare clients across the country in complex litigation and investigations. And through that, I've developed a deep knowledge of the healthcare industry. I have focused my practice on protecting patients from high healthcare costs, especially in the emergency setting where they can be the most vulnerable. And I've advised hospitals and navigating state regulations and represented the governing board of a major California university system in reporting on and investigating allegations of sexual misconduct in the clinical health setting. So cases involving a gynecologist and uh, those that ultimately led to justice for uh, justice for victims. So that's a little bit about my background. Fantastic. Thank you so much. And, and you glossed over it, but you went to Harvard Law School. I just want to say that, uh, you know, as soon as, you know, I think parents hear that, your running parents, they're going to say to themselves, mashallah, barikallah, you know, all these good things. So good for you. Uh, so proud of you and, and what you've achieved in, in your life. And, and you know, when you go to law, enter a, a, a law career, you know, you could go lots of different ways. You could go through, you know, I don't want to say, you know, uh, personal injury, but let's say personal injury, you can get a corporate law, tax law, all kinds of different ways. But you chose, in essence, I'm going to say like, you know, public health law, you know, helping minorities, you know, uh, the people that women, uh, people that really need more help, uh, you know, so good for you for doing that. And thank you for doing that. Um, now, you know, you mentioned, you know, this particular district that you're in. Tell us about the structure of this health district. What does that mean exactly? Because health districts are might be a little bit less known to people than school districts or city council districts, sure. right? Health districts, you know, explain that to me. So California has about 70 or so healthcare districts, which are each governed locally by a board of elected trustees who are directly accountable to the communities that they serve. And some of them have different missions and mandates, but a lot of them support, I think 50 or so support rural locations where access to healthcare is limited. And their, their structure is designed to be responsive to local healthcare needs and are public entities or agencies that provide community-based healthcare services for residents in particular geographic areas. So I'm running for the Grossmont Healthcare District, which is based in East San Diego County. And I'm running because of my background as a healthcare attorney and advocate, and because I believe I have the experience and the empathy, compassion, and the work ethic to make a difference in public health. I um, So this, this district in particular, it serves the residents of East San Diego County, and they operate a health and wellness library. They provide grants and sponsorships to local nonprofits. Their annual operating budget is about six to nine million dollars. So these are taxpayer dollars that are going toward community health initiatives. And they are, support the region's future generations through a health career pathways program at high schools to encourage the next generation to consider healthcare careers and hopefully staying in their communities to serve uh, the patients in the areas where they grew up. And they also offer, which is what makes me really excited, these free health and wellness programs. And uh, there's many healthcare challenges, some at the expanding across the national level, things like fentanyl uh, deaths, opioid overdose, mental health crises, um, 
challenges with attacks on reproductive health and uh, women's health. And so these healthcare districts can play an important role in, in responding to community needs and providing services, education um, to, to, support, um, to support the residents of the areas they serve. And what makes the Grossmont Healthcare District somewhat unique is the district uh, board is actually the landlord of the Sharp Grossmont Hospital, the only community hospital in East San Diego County. So I think my background as a lawyer and understanding the relationship uh, created by the lease agreement where uh, could be particularly helpful. So Sharp Healthcare, which is a nonprofit health entity runs the hospital. So is responsible for the operations and maintenance, but the board actually owns the hospital. And really it's the community that owns the hospital because it's taxpayer dollars that supported that hospital. So I think um, what sets me apart here is I really believe that these local offices are deeply meaningful and opportunities to engage with constituencies directly about issues that affect their health and wellness. And I think the millions of dollars that the board receives could be put to really good use by working uh, hand in hand with community to deliver on health and wellness objectives. Thank you for explaining that. That is, I bet, a, a little known uh, structure to most people. Like I said, most people understand city council districts, state assembly, congressional districts, sure. uh, school board districts, but health districts, you know, that not so much. Now, uh, these are public wellness or health centers that are state funded. That's where the six to nine million dollars come from. Oh, the six to nine million dollars comes from local property taxes. Property taxes. So, Got it. Yeah. So so it so um, individuals who are in the Grossmont Healthcare District, which spans 750 square miles, about half a million people live in this particular district. And those funds are used in a variety of ways. So some are used to support the health and wellness library. Some are used for community health initiatives. An example of one recently that was uh, that I thought was quite innovative. And I'd like to, uh, if elected, explore sure. expanding pro projects like this is uh, the district had recognized, along with the County of San Diego, that rural patients had a high hospital readmission rate, which is not good for the patient. It's not good for the hospital, for an individual to be returning uh, to the hospital again shortly after having been discharged. And so uh, a mobile clinic has now been funded where, whereby a healthcare professional travels to check up with the rural patient who recently left the hospital within a few weeks or so, maybe longer. And they they actually, that healthcare professional goes to visit the patient to check up on them along with a firefighter who assesses the perimeter of the home for wildfire risk. And so I thought that was a very creative idea uh, uh, and we'll see if that intervention ends up working, right? Um, but it's a, a great way to address a problem which is high rural patient hospital readmission rates and also addressing another issue, which is in East San Diego County, there's high wildfire risk and there's been challenges with some community members and residents even being able to get insurance for their homes. And so uh, because of that risk. And so I like those innovative ideas and I'd like to explore more of them. Um, and being a young woman in this office too, and, and uh, I'm excited to soon in the next few days or so to be starting a family. I think representation matters a lot. I think having young people run for office is important. I think having young moms run for office is important as well. And an organization that's has, has supported me called Vote Mama has shown uh, through some research that at the state legislature level, 
only 5% of state legislate, legislators across the country are represented by, uh, by women who have children under 18. And I think that has implications for the policies uh, that we implement and the focuses that different districts and decision-making bodies have. It does. Thank you so much for explaining that and that encouragement. Um, in the three minutes we have left, more so, um, I bet as let's say the Iranian American community in Southern California that is within earshot of KRN, or they may download it on this program on Spotify, YouTube, on my website, but mostly on KRN, um, they'll want to know like if they have a complaint, where do they go to, right? They so. So your this school uh, health district uh, oversees specific health center. It's not all uh, medical, all all hospital. The specific health centers that are under your purview, right? So it's health and wellness programming, and then a then the, there's a. Uh, a library that provides health and wellness resources. So there aren't centers per se, but there is a very strong relationship with the Sharp Grossmont Hospital. Um, the, but Sharp provides the medical services. Really what this board does is it thinks about the healthcare infrastructure beyond the hospital, because the idea is that, and research has supported that about 80% of what affects our health and wellness is not actual, is beyond the provision of medical care or in the clinical health setting. So it's things like, do you have access to healthy food in your community? Do you, do you have mold in your apartment? Do you have a stable job? Those kinds of things. Um, do you have access to mental health care? Um, those, those types of interventions and thinking about, or even, you know, do you have access to get, do you have, what does your transportation look like throughout your day? Um, those kinds of things. So the, the real mission and mandate of the district is to make sure that um, the, the, hopefully you don't have to go to the hospital, right? That's the goal is if you have a, a robust community health uh, intervention and infrastructure and support, uh, ways to get resources, are educated on things like nutrition and wellness and things like um, chronic diseases like diabetes, uh, how to eat right, those types of things. Hopefully, uh, you can maintain a healthy lifestyle. And so that's that's what energizes and excites me most about this position is supporting community health beyond the actual provision of medical care. Although, of course, that's important and supporting the hospital uh, is exceedingly important. Right. Thank you. Thank you for the explanation. Uh, so if you have a problem with your surgeon, that's somebody else. But if you are looking for wellness, uh, and I'm I'm speaking with other, you know, to other districts. So I'm talking about, you know, the districts in LA, in Irvine, uh, all the places yeah. where there's a lot of Iranian American communities. All I can tell you is from personal experience, uh, having my father visited uh, several facilities, it's really great when we go to a hospital and they have a Farsi interpreter. Uh, okay. And some school, so so multilingual, uh, you know, uh, care is really important, and I, that happens a lot more uh, in. Uh, I've seen it in Irvine and LA because we have a much bigger Iranian community in those. So it, I mean, they have a full time, several Farsi. I mean, when you call certain hospitals in Irvine, uh, they say plus one for English, two for Farsi, and then they go from there. And then they have a Farsi um, interpreter that comes to your hospital room. Comes. I mean, talk about wellness, that is such a big help, you know, uh, especially as as our parents and, and us are getting older, if, if they have a language barrier. So if I could recommend that to you, if there's any ability to encourage that, that is a sense of peace that you just can't buy, right? To, to be able to speak with someone that you don't language. Uh, we have reached, so I'm going to just plant that seed and, and, and help you 
offline. No, that's right great. There. That's great, Charya, because yeah. it also you're addressing something that I care a lot about too, which is addressing healthcare disparities. And if you right. can't get healthcare in a language that you understand um, or speak to doctors in a language that you understand or a nursing staff, um, that's going to that's gonna create disparities in your access. And, and difficulty. So thank you so much, uh, Nigel Fajud, for your time, for your passion for this cause. Uh, we will keep talking because I really want to uh, help. I mean, this is kind of, I want to say, if I can connect the two, it's uh, uh, health and politics, right? They're related. Uh, they're not totally different. Of course, we look at politics and what's on CNN sometimes, but health and politics, we know that because we have, on CNN, we have Dr. Sanjay Gupta talking about health all the time. So I know this is important to the community and we should keep talking about it and help people get advanced in their own districts in Southern California, LA, Irvine. And of course, we want to see you successful in your uh, bid. So thank you so much, so much, Nadia Farjud. We'll talk soon. Thank you, Sharia. Thank you, everyone.